to the Joey and Amanda podcast. I'm Joey. And I'm Amanda. And that's Phil Stevens on the horns. Yes. Our new podcast musician. We dance every time we hear that song. Thanks, Phil. Okay. I'm excited to dig into this today. Mistakes. Yes, me too. We all make them. We learn from them, hopefully. I make a ton of mistakes. I was about to say, no, you don't. What? <laughs> I, was I actually, think I make mistakes. I was actually going to say, what? if I know anybody that does not make a lot of mistakes, it is you. <laughs> what? Really? Really? That's so nice. It's true, though. I don't, it's just. Well, how about, what if I said I've made mistakes? Yeah, you've made mistakes, so but you don't make a lot of them. I think that's the key, though, is because I learn from my mistakes. Yeah. The key is to not make the same mistake again. I think it's also parenting, though. Mm. But, yeah. Well, you don't make mistakes either. <laughs> Definitely made a lot of mistakes. We've both made a lot of mistakes because we're human mm-hmm. and humans make mistakes. Yes. And we learn from them. So we're going to dive into that today. I think this episode is just an extension of what you always say. A saying that you say all the time, which is? Which is, I never lose. Yeah. I only win yep. or I learn. Yep. I love that saying. Me too. I didn't make it up. I heard it from somewhere. <laughs> but I say it's your saying because you say it a lot. Yeah. I think, you know, you and I were talking about this earlier and you summed it up perfectly. When you talked about the iPhone, Uh huh. you said that if you compare the iPhone now mm-hmm. to the iPhone one, it's, it's almost laughable. Yeah. The difference. Yeah. But you don't. Or even the computers. Yeah. Sure. But you don't get the iPhone X or whatever the kids are using these days without making the iPhone one. Uh huh. You, you got to start somewhere. You have to start because if you don't, then you'll be the guy that said I had the idea for the iPhone, but it never happened. And somebody else is already on like the fifth version. Yeah. Um, it's but kinda, yeah, it's kind of what happened with this podcast because we've made mistakes with this podcast. We've learned We've come a f- we've come a long way. We have come a long way. Our episodes we, used to be like two hours long. Oh my gosh, yes. We got a message from somebody that said that they're so grateful that our audio is better now because oh, did, I didn't know did that. You read this? No. So somebody said that they're so thankful for us to have um, for us having better audio because they used to ride their bike mm-hmm. and listen to the podcast. Yeah. But the audio levels would go up and down so frequently mm-hmm. that since they were riding their bike, they couldn't adjust. I so see. it was so hard to listen to us because oh my God, I didn't know it'd that. get really loud and then it would get really quiet sometimes. Uh. And if that happens when you're listening to a podcast, you adjust accordingly, but they couldn't. And now we don't either. have those problems. Yeah. Yeah. And you just have to start and you figure it out on the way. Like we, you know, like we've said before, we started with one mic. Yeah. We would sit yeah. cross-legged across from each other, just both hook- hunched over. Yeah. We don't have what we have now, but you know. And, and we're still learning yeah. while we do this. That's we're the thing. Still You're always going to learn. And then I'm going to die and then reincarnate for you guys that believe in that. <laughs> and I'm going to keep learning in the next life. You do that better than anybody I know. What? <laughs> reincarnate? <laughs> you reincarnate so fantastically. It's unbelievable. No, you uh, are able to not take mistakes personal. Mm-hmm. Mistakes you make. You're not, you don't harp on them. Yeah. You just move on. You learn and you move on. That's mm-hmm. something that I'm definitely trying to get better at. Yeah. Um, I always look at it like, okay, something happened. It can be undone. Right, right? right. So that's it. You can't undo whatever happened. Right. But what can I do to get to where I want to be? Or what can I do to not make this again? Uh-huh. And I learn from that. Yeah. But I will say yeah. you 
Well, we'll talk about this later on and and when we when we hit relationship the relationship topic sure. that a lot of people talk about. Sure. You're just you were born to be a amazing partner like. But I had to learn. I had to like, you know, I had to make mistakes too and learn from them and Yeah. grow into who I am now. Mm-hmm. And like I said at the top, I think just the key is if I make a mistake is just not making that mistake again. Yeah. That's all you can do. So off the top of your head, what is one mistake that you can think of? Okay, there are many, but I will say the one that comes to mind right now is a mistake I make with auditions Mm -hmm. as an actor. Mm -hmm. Um, Something that I would do is I would go in and play a character how I thought they want me to play a character. And every time I would leave the audition feeling, you know, sort of incomplete. I would feel like I didn't give something it Something was missing. Totally. Something yeah. was missing. And it took me a while to figure out that what the problem is, is I wasn't playing the character true to who I think the, the character should be. Yeah. You were just worried about what other people wanted instead of like what was coming naturally out from A hundred percent. And what happened was I started to learn that directors, casting directors, producers, most of the time... They don't know what they want. Yeah. They're just waiting for somebody to come in and just wow them. Mm -hmm. They want somebody to take the character and put their own spin on it and Mm -hmm. just put everything into that. Yeah. Instead of trying to like impress them with like, look what I can do to show you what you like. I know that this is what you want. Yeah. This is it. That's not, that's just not the case. Mm -hmm. And it took, it took a while. It took like years of auditioning to, and, and now I'm in a place where, you know, as an artist, I'm able to express myself through the character, how yeah. I see the character. Yeah. And whether I get the role or not, I leave there feeling good. I mm-hmm. leave there feeling like I gave it everything I could possibly do. I yeah. controlled the controllable. I left it all in there. And the rest is just, you know, whatever happens, happens. Yeah. And I'm sure you pull from yourself and your own experiences and you put it into each character. It makes well, it much exactly. better. It, yeah. And it goes back to like... A lot of actors were talking about this uh, at the, and not just actors, a lot of uh, people in the film industry were talking about this on the Oscars, Mm -hmm. like making pieces personal. And Mm -hmm. we talk about that too. Yeah. So I think it's that same thing is, is um, Mm -hmm. I was sort of, none of these characters were were personal to me. They were sort of caricatures Mm -hmm. of who I thought I should be playing. Right. Does that make sense? Yeah, of course. And uh, what it took was, you know, me listening to podcasts with directors and with other actors, producers, and then you know, me talking to my dad and my dad was developing a a show and I was talking to him about him casting it. Mm -hmm. And I said, like, what are you looking for in this one character? And he said, honestly, I don't really know. I'm just looking for somebody to wow me Mm -hmm. and put their own spin on this character. And uh, And he'll know when he hears it. Exactly. When he sees it, then he'll know. And, And it made me think like, oh, wow, I'm I am not doing that. Yeah. I have not given anybody the opportunity to be wowed by my performances Mm -hmm. because I was sort of, I guess you could say I was playing it safe. I wasn't taking a risk as an artist. Mm -hmm. So once I started doing that now, and you know, because I call you after auditions now, I'm like, that went great. Yeah. Because I feel You feel much better because you gave it your all. You were true to yourself. And what else can you do? Exactly. So. Exactly. And I think that, I think people will relate to that, whether they're an actor or not, because it's true in 
day-to-day life. You know, what you think people want you to do instead of what you truly want to do. Yeah. And what you truly can do. Right. So, like, even in, in, let's say you work for somebody, you're doing what they think you can do and what you they expect from you. But Mm -hmm. what if you have uh, other things that you've learned that you can bring to the table? Totally. And that's what makes the difference of, like, the person, you know, that that uh, just does what, they d- what they're supposed to do or brings a little bit of extra magic and mm-hmm. what they've learned. Yes. Um, I would say, um, can I add one more thing? Yeah. I would say that it's so much more fun too. Yeah. It's way more fun to go in and create and like create a character based on my own instincts and who I want this character to be instead of me, you know, doing an impression of like what I think. It, it, so yeah, anyway. <laughs> okay, I'm turning it to you now. Give me a mistake that comes to mind. Let's um, let's stay with art. Okay. Well, stay with art. But I want to jump off of what you just talked Please about. Because do. that is also a mistake that I made in the beginning. Sure, sure. Before I saw any success in my work, mm-hmm. um, I was doing that. I mm-hmm. was like drawing people in situations I've never experienced. I was drawing right. different people from different like ethnicities and cultures. And, and I was just thinking, okay what do people want to see? Right. Oh, this doesn't represent this person and, and I need this person. And then I was cleaning out my studio the other day and I saw a piece of paper of before when I was like brainstorming things and the list was so long. It was like draw a handicapped person, draw this type of person, draw um, a Asian person, draw this, like the you list to do was, I was trying to do everything. I was like, <laughs> oh my God. And that's why there was a disconnect in my work before because it was like, well, that's great about representing people, but it, it has nothing to do with me. It has nothing to do with what I experience. Mm-hmm. It doesn't like, um, so I think a lot of artists, including myself in the beginning, you feel like you're trying to do something for mm-hmm. other people or what's going to sell. But I, what I've learned is that as long as you are true to yourself and you express what you've experienced, same thing you just said, Mm -hmm. then that's when the magic happens. Totally. So that would be one of my mistakes. Love it. Another mistake um, would be about shipping. Ah. So when I first started uh, shipping out my own artwork, see, when when you're starting something new, you don't really know. Like, you know, I didn't know another artist. I didn't ask questions. I didn't like email an artist like, oh, how do I ship things? Like, I just figure everything out along the way. Right. So I started shipping out the prints that people purchased me personally because there weren't that many to ship out anyways. And I was shipping them in just uh, regular mailers. Yeah. It wasn't like, uh, what are those called? Like non-bendable mailers? Sure. What are they called? I don't know. I have no idea. Oh, I was shipping them in regular mailers and everybody, the first batch that I sent out, everybody, all of their artwork was wrinkled. And everyone's like, oh, I love your artwork, but it's like, bang. I love your artwork. Uh, like everything came damaged. Right. And I was like, oh my God. So then I had to get, um, you know, the proper mailers, but it's like the simplest little mistakes Mm -hmm. you only figure out by doing them. Exactly. You would never have learned that if you, you had, you got to start, it always goes back to, you got to start somewhere. Yeah. You just got to figure it out on the way. And you'll probably make a mistake first Mm -hmm. and that's how you find what to do next. So we have a ton of questions from people from Instagram. Should we get to them now? Sure. Okay. What mistake do you feel taught you the biggest lesson? Um, I would say being when I was young, I was mean to my sisters yeah, and that taught me a really big lesson because 
you know, when you cause harm to somebody in whatever way, it's, it, you can't take it back. Right. So you, you just have to work through it. Right. But it's still, it's still hard. And, and then you regret it later, you right. know? And I think that I have carried that in my life mm -hmm. in every aspect when I meet people like even in our relationship yeah. you know I've never said anything to you like hurtful harmful I mean mm -hmm. it never even would come to my <laughs> mind but it's something that you know I understand that it, right. life is so precious is so short and you never want to hurt the people you love so that has taught me a lot I totally agree yeah how about you well okay reflecting back on my life it's it's wild because since I am hard on myself, mm -hmm. I tend to harp on mistakes a little bit more yeah. than, you, than you do. Right. And, uh, I, and I still feel like I've made more than you have, so it's ironic. But but I, I remember my mistakes very well because of that reason. I see. Like every, yeah. Big and small, mm -hmm. you know. And I've made a ton of mistakes with my siblings as well, with my parents, with friends in high school, in college. And still to this day, I will think of things, you know, randomly in the shower yeah. and just be like, oh, why did I do that? You know, and every single one of those mistakes that I made taught me something. And yeah. I have grown so much, you know, each and every time into the person that I am today because mm -hmm. of those mistakes that I made. Mm -hmm. So I just wanted to sit, start with that um, because the biggest mistake i think i've made or, or or i guess i should say that the thing that taught me the most mm -hmm. is not taking advantage of time spent with people that i love yeah when my grandma passed away it was like i was haunted by so many memories of missing her calls because i was busy yeah or not taking a walk with her when she would ask me to go on a walk yeah with her because i was watching something right um or not going to play golf with her because i was with friends or mm -hmm. you know even even just not texting her back like i have all of her text messages saved mm -hmm. and it's crazy like looking through looking back through them it's like her message her message her message and i just think about those times it's like oh man how what was i doing yeah you know it and happens to me sometimes it's and, and it's not like you know she knew she knew how much she meant to me and mm -hmm. she knew how much i loved her because mm -hmm. i told her all the time yeah and when we did spend time together it was full of energy and life and dancing and singing yeah. and love but it's the it's the other memories that are like haunting me yeah because i would do anything to do any of those things right now mm -hmm. and I just never knew that that was going to happen mm -hmm. you know? or thought about it. Never. Yeah. Um, so what I learned was to take advantage of time spent with people to make time. Mm -hmm. That's what it is to make more time for people that I love in my life yeah. to um, call people back, to yeah. text people back, to say yes to lunch. To yeah. say yes to taking a walk. And be present when you're there. I exactly. think a lot of the time, sometimes you're there, but you're on your phone exactly. or like our, our generation, I feel like. Yeah. If, if I wasn't present with her, mm -hmm. then that would be the thing that I would be regretting. Right. But it's, but I, at least I'm proud Thank of goodness, that. Yeah. I, yeah. And I'm happy. Uh, I'm so happy with the relationship that we had. But at the same time, 
there are so many more memories that we could have had together. Yeah. And I, I'll never have them. Yeah. And it's it sucks. But it's something that anybody that's listening to, maybe it can be a wake-up call to Definitely. Call, call your grandparents, call your parents. Yeah, and I think that even for me right now, just thinking about who, people I need to call back and people I need to reach out to. Yeah. Because, you know, you got to do it. Yeah. You have to. Because regretting not doing these things is the worst feeling. Yeah. <clears throat> oh, man. So, yeah. That's a big one. Yeah. Um. Okay, should we move on to the next question? Sure. What do you do if you slip or make a wrong line on a drawing? Um, a lot of the times, if I if there's like a, a mistake or something that goes wrong with a drawing, I'll try to cover it up in some way uh, that's creative. Like, let's say I made the arm a little bit too thin or disproportionate or something like that maybe she'll be in a sweater and then i'll she'll be wearing like i say she because it's usually me but um then the character will be wearing a sweater and i'll put some design on it so you can't tell or there has been some times where like i messed up on okay the only times that joey has glasses in drawings (laughs) is because i've messed up so I usually never put glasses on Joey because he never really wears his glasses. Um, so I'll either like add glasses to the person or I kind of just run with it. And I think that uh, it's kind of how life is. You 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 plan to do something, there's a mistake, and then you improvise and you kind of run with it. And it's the same thing with drawings. I was going to say, it, you do the same thing that you do in life when you hit like a an obstacle or a block or a wall. Yeah. You make something great out of it. Mm-hmm. You do that. You do that with the drawings. Thanks. Sometimes. Sometimes I scrap them. You've That's seen true. you've seen them. But you scrap it for what ends up being a better drawing. Oh true. Thanks. <laughs> uh any financial decisions that you regret? So mistakes with money. Uh, do you want to start this one? Sure. I mean, I, I have one that comes to mind that's sort of ridiculous, but I definitely learned from it. So when I got my first check for my mm-hmm. first movie. Yeah. You had just moved here. I just moved here. And, uh, I thought, wow, this is going to happen like every week. You know, yeah. these checks are just going to keep rolling on in. Yeah. And at the same time, I had just done this movie with a bunch of cool guys. Like yeah. Zac Efron and Shiloh Fernandez and Johnny Weston. And all of these guys had these very cool black boots <laughs> and I, I had done like so you were influenced yes and i had done like an audition callback with them mm-hmm. and not the same pair but they all had these really cool like black boots and i right. was new out here and these guys were like legends to me at the yeah. time because you know yeah, yeah yeah so i did the movie i get i get my first check for it and i was like i don't have black boots <laughs> I've got Jordans and Nikes and sandals. Yeah. But I need some a pair. Ra- some rainbows. Yeah. <laughs> I need a, I need some cool guy black boots. So I went to Nordstrom's and I spent $650 on a pair of boots that the guy working there talked me into getting. Yeah. And you were just starting off too. I mean, you're young. Yeah. And I, yeah. Wore, them, I wore them one time and never again. Yeah. 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 Well, it's, a, it's good you're laughing about it. Yeah. Yeah. I mean... It's, that's why I, it's not that bad, but yeah. I, it just comes to mind every time because I remember, like, I remember leaving the store, like, why did I buy these? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm never going to wear these. Yeah. So, never done, I've never bought anything for that reason ever again. Do you still have those? I do. 
You wear them? I don't. But yeah, I'm you just one, said that. I'm thinking one day in my life. Yeah, the time that's, will come. that's what I'm learning in Mary Kondo. You just got to get rid of them. But, but <laughs> you never know. Show them to me after this. Okay, I, will, I need yeah. to see them. Yeah, yeah. Um, Actually, last time I did a closet clean, I put them on and I was like, what do you think about these? And you were like, yeah, I like those. Are they like the, the suede? Yeah. I like those. I know. I just don't wear them. Those are great shoes. Yeah. All right. Um, <laughs> we'll start wearing them again. <laughs> well, yeah, mine still, I still don't laugh about mine. It's still a little fresh. So okay, sorry. <laughs> no, no, no. The question was again, like, what fine? What's a big financial? What's some, like something you regret? You regret financially. Yeah. So recently, um, I right before our wedding, I went to get these facials. I was just gonna go and get like a facial done mm. because I never like went to like a really nice place to get a facial done. So I go there, and. I was planning to maybe spend, I don't know, maybe a, like a little over 100 or like $200. Yeah. And all of a sudden, I, I get this consultation and I'm like, oh my gosh, I have to work on this, 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 and this. Okay, sure, let's do it. And it it's so embarrassing that I'm not even going to say the price. <laughs> It's so bad. I, I it's so I'm bad. Sorry. I don't mean to laugh. So, so but I, 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 this was a very sad day. Yeah. So, so anyways, I mean, I still have the products from yeah. where, yeah. from this place and I use the products all the time, but the actual procedures um, that I did, I didn't really see a big difference right. and they cost a couple thousand dollars. I'm not going to say how many. And, um, I came back and I had this guilt. Oh. Like I didn't this even is... tell Joey about it or anybody. Nobody knew. And it was just this guilt just because I do not spend a lot of money on myself unless it's like, I don't know, to book a trip to see my family yeah. or like, you know, like for, I don't know if we're going to go out to eat or whatever, right. but I'm not the type of person to spend like a thousand dollars on shoes or a thousand dollars on a purse. A lot of people do and they're fine with that and that's okay. But for me, I'm not used to it. So I was just, I, I actually, I think this is what anxiety, like I felt yeah. so bad. Yeah. All of a sudden I broke down into like sobbing tears, hyperventilating, hyperventilating. Yeah. Cause I felt so guilty that I spent that much money. I was crying a lot and I felt horrible because I'm just felt like I could have used that money to like, I don't know, see family right. or I could have used that to like give away or like, like, I don't know. It, right. I just felt, it just felt like really vain. And, uh, so yeah, that was definitely, that was mine. And I definitely learned from it. And yeah. Yeah. How could you avoid the fear of failing forever? To avoid the fear of failing, mm -hmm. I think you have to accomplish things. Mm -hmm. So you have the feeling of accomplishment. So you get over the fear of failing. So right. even if it's like a small goal of like, I want to make the bed every morning. Mm -hmm. And once you accomplish that, you feel like, oh, wow, I got this done. And or I'm going to draw every day, even if it's like a doodle for yeah. a month. So, I mean, I, I don't know if that's too technical, but. No, I mean, I would just add that regretting not trying something sounds much scarier to me than trying and failing. Mm -hmm. That would motivate me to overcome the fear of failing, the fear of regretting. 
Yeah. And you also have to know that you, you're, whatever it is that you learn to do, you're going to fail in the beginning multiple times. Like imagine when you first rode a bike or even the first time, like you made a bed as like a five-year-old who know how, I don't know how old you were, but like, you know, it was messy, but like, you just get better at it. Whatever it is that you keep doing over and over, you're going to get better. So I think that it's not scary when you know that it's not going to be good in the beginning, but eventually you'll get better. Yep. Do you ever look at something you created and obsess over a detail you wish you would have done better? No, I don't obsess over details of drawings or anything that I've done that I wish I could have done better. I can look at so many of my drawings and see things that were wrong, but I understand that I'm still in the learning process and I look at my art now and see, oh, wow, it's, you know, it's gotten better. Mm. So I never really obsess over it just because it kind of just shows you or it shows me where I was at that point. And it's kind of nice to see because you know that you've come so far. Uh, so yeah, no, I don't. So for the last part of this episode, we're going to talk about mistakes that all of you have made. And the, the reason I'm so excited about these is there are a lot of mistakes in my life that I've done that you have learned from, but there are also a lot of things that I didn't do, mistakes that I was warned about, that because I was warned about them, my life, I feel like went better or I was able to avoid something that would affect me for a very long time. So I'm excited about this part of the podcast because a lot of people have sent in their mistakes. So for anybody that's listening, maybe this can help them avoid a mistake just like when people or my parents have warned me about things in life, I avoided a lot of mistakes that I could have done. Awesome. Um, a lot of them that people sent in, I either did mm -hmm. or I didn't do, thankfully, because I listened to mostly my parents. Mm -hmm. Great. All right, should we dive in? Let's do it. First of all, thank you to everybody who sent these in. Thank you for being so vulnerable. Yep. This person's mistake was assuming every relationship will be like their abusive one. Yeah, I think that whenever you go through an abusive relationship, you definitely need time to figure things out and figure yourself out before you jump back in because then you'll be carrying it into another one. Mm -hmm. You know, I did find that a lot of the mistakes you guys sent in are relationship-based and very similar. Yeah. Uh, there's one that is not on the list, but I just thought of after you read that, where oh, she yeah. said that, why are all men the same? Right. So, which is kind of similar to this. Right. Thinking that just because one person treat will treat you bad doesn't right. mean that everybody else is going to be like that. And right. I think that's something that you really have to just step back and realize there's so many people come from different backgrounds and parenting has a lot to do with this. So, you know. Yeah, that's great. Should we move on? Yeah. Uh, somebody said their mistake was mistreating people and taking them for granted. Yeah. That goes I back to what, we, what yeah. we both talked about and, you know, yeah. regretting mm -hmm. you know, how you were yeah. with somebody. So I think it's, I mean, so important. I, I was just talking to somebody on the phone recently and they were saying how they were so frustrated with somebody close to them. And I said, you know, you have to just step away mm -hmm. because you can't, once you say something out of like desperation or if you're tired or mad, like you can't take that back. Right. People will not forget, like 
somebody, they might forgive you, but they're never going to forget. Right. And uh, it's so important that we have to like cherish these close relationships we have in our lives and treat them so with so much care and thoughtfulness. Right. And I think that, you know, uh, people, another question people were asking a lot was about our relationship where people, and they ask us all the time, like what issues do we have or problems or, right. or how do we like get over arguments? And I really think that the rare reason why we, we, we just treat each other. We don't get into our, we've never yelled at each other. Mm -hmm. We've never been mad at each other. And mm -hmm. it's because we really treat each other with so much love and care and yeah. we're so careful and we care about our relationship so much yeah. that if there's anything going on within ourselves, like, all right, I need some space. Right. And then we or, talk or, about it. Yeah. Right. That, that, yeah. Or, or it's, look, this is what's going on in my head right now. Yeah. And we Let, respect each other's down. space. Yep. And I think that's also something important that I have learned or you, I mean, we both have learned throughout yes. our lives that other people can, you know, take with them. I think it's so nice whenever, like if I'm sad, you're always, you know, you want to come and hug and be with me, but you ask me like, do you need some space? Do you want to talk about it? Yep. And then it's just so nice. And then sometimes I'm like, yeah, come here, come yeah. give me a hug. Or I'm like, I need to think about it first. And then right. I, we talk about it. Right. But um, boundaries and space and respect is so important. Yeah. And if you're the one who made the mistake in mistreating somebody, mm -hmm. I think that you just need to realize that you've made a mistake, that you're not going to do it again, mm -hmm. whatever it is. You need to forgive yourself because people make mistakes yeah. and move on. Yeah. And the key is just to not repeat it. I think that's mm -hmm. that's the biggest thing. Yeah. Because we've all we've all mistreated somebody at some point in our lives. Yeah. But what it comes down to is are you gonna do it again? Uh-huh. So Yeah, no, that's beautifully said. I, I struggle with um with kind of feeling, you know, feeling guilty about maybe something I did yeah. when it comes to another person. If it has to yeah. do with like a drawing or has to do with like, you know, something like that, I get over. But when it has to do with somebody that I love, it's just really hard for me. to. I, I have the same thing. And like I said earlier, I'm telling you, I think back at like friendships I had, even when I was in high school mm -hmm. and some something that happened that it, they, it still pops up in my brain now. Mm -hmm. And it, I swear, I go like, oh, why did I do that? Yeah. And I and I say, all right, I made a mistake. I'm going to let it go. Mm -hmm. I'm going to move on. I'm not going to make that mistake ever again. Yeah. You know? And um, that's all you can do. It's true. You know? We're all human, We and that's how we learn. Mm -hmm. So. Perfect. Moving on. Nicely said. Somebody said that their mistake was... Thinking I won't find qualities in someone else and staying even though I don't feel in love. Mm -hmm. This came up so many times. Yeah. This was probably the number one mistake that out of hundreds of people yeah. uh, messaging us that yeah. this was the one. A lot of people stay because they're comfortable. Right. And because there is a kind of love in comfortability. Right. You know, you... you you love that person, but it's kind of, I know this is like a, like a weird way to put it, but it's kind of like, you know, you have a sandwich and it gets a job done and you're yeah. like, 
I'm hungry and I ate the sandwich. It wasn't the best sandwich that I had, but kind of settled. Yeah. But but you know, it's I yeah. got the job done. Yeah. And I think a lot of people are in these type of situations. Got it. And since it feeds them and mm-hmm. you know it has their basic needs, they stick with it. But a lot of regrets are people that have stayed, mm-hmm. and then they find out they're not even really in love. Right. So it's definitely something that has happened to people. Mm-hmm. It has happened to me. Mm-hmm. It's happened to me a couple times. And uh, I am so glad that I did not settle <laughs> because now I have the love of my life, the most perfect, amazing human that I get to spend every single day with. You. Um, <laughs> so, yeah. listen. Just listen to your gut. Your gut always tells you. Somebody said their mistake was dating this guy for seven years without being in love just because he was nice. Same thing. Same thing. Same yeah. thing. I don't know how that slipped through the cracks. I feel some more will slip through the cracks because I'm there's, telling, there's I'm telling so you, like this was the number one thing. Yep, definitely. All right. Somebody said their mistake was thinking I was the only one feeling insecure. It turns out many people are. And if you understand that and you're kind to people, life becomes easier for yourself. That's so great. So great. So true. Everybody's battling their own things. Nobody's perfect. It doesn't matter how like successful you are or wealthy you are or, or anything like no, on any scale of anything, everybody's got something. And I love what they said here at the end. If you're kind to people, life becomes easier for yourself. Yeah. Because if you're battling insecurities, sometimes it can manifest itself into sort of being cruel towards others. Yeah. Um, so if you understand that, well, I feel this way, this insecure about whatever it is, this person also is. Yeah. So I need to be kind to this person. Yeah. And it'll make you feel better as well in the end. Yeah. It's like that saying, be kind always. You never know what somebody else is going through. Be kind always. Somebody said their mistake was having credit card debt from a very young age. Mm. This is, oh, this is a good one. Yeah. Yeah. I went through that at one point. I had to learn the hard way, this whole credit card thing. And for anybody listening that hasn't gone through this yet, I always advise to pay your credit card in full every month. Mm -hmm. Because if not, it's just amazing how quickly (laughs) you will get sucked into these fees that you have no idea about. Right. You know, they don't teach these things in school. They don't. And these are things that need to be taught for sure. I mean, I guess you're supposed to learn them from your parents, but... My uh, mom told me about this. And I still, still... Still happened to me one time. Yeah, with one uh, a credit card. Th- Th- there needs to be more about this in school. No, it's it's true. There has to be. Well, actually, there's a course now. Oh, in high school? No, it, it's in a college. I know so in California, it needs to be in high school. school. Yeah. but there has to be a course that teaches just about finance and just how to be a person, like taxes. Yeah. Like, how are we? You just get thrown in the I, world and you have to figure all this I out. I know. Um, somebody said their mistake was they should have left a job earlier because of a hateful, abusive boss. Mm. Yeah, I think it goes back to pe- feeling comfortable. When you feel comfortable somewhere, you can you sometimes take in the negativity because oh well, you're getting paid and you know you're lucky to have a job. But mm. um, 
that's definitely a good lesson to learn. It's just. Yeah. The lesson there is like you, everybody deserves to be treated with respect. Mm -hmm. And if you're not being treated with respect, then you're not in the right environment. Because then you're not going to grow. And if you're not going to be your best self, then you can't be the best person to you or the people around you that you love. That's it. Yeah. You're great. You're great. Uh, somebody said their mistake was marrying the wrong person without love because of family pressure and cultural issues. Mm. Oh, man. Yeah, that's a tough one, especially when it has to do with, you know, your culture. And you know what? After your brain finishes your the part of your brain that makes decisions finishes up at around 25. Mm. So they always advise to wait until after you're 25 to get married. Mm -hmm. I, I knew this. So that's why my I always wanted to wait. My ideal year was 29, um, which ended up happening. <laughs> <laughs> but. But yeah, so I always say just, you know, wait for the really big decisions, like who you're going to marry or if you're going to get that tattoo, wait till you're after 25. Yes. <laughs> All right. Somebody said that their mistake was texting while driving and hitting the car in front of them. Don't do it. Mm. We're all going to try not to do it. Yeah. So let's all do this together. Yeah, let's do it. And the last one is somebody said their mistake was never let other people's opinions affect your decision. They said that they did that a lot and they regret each time. Mm. That is so important. And I think that people from society, from our parents, from our loved ones, we get skewed, but it's so important to just follow that gut feeling, follow that inner voice. Cause nobody knows that inner voice more than you. Definitely. It's hard. I, I know the feeling I have done that as well. You know, when, you know, you want people to like you, you want people to give their, um, approval of you. Mm -hmm. And sometimes you say things to just get that you do things just to get that. Yeah. And it, every time it feels so bad and I'm with you. I, I have, I'm totally, I have made that mistake as well. Um, so anyone out there, Keep that in mind because it's not a good feeling. Yeah. You know, I think we can all relate to yeah. sometime. Yeah. 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 And that does it for mistakes that were sent in. There were a lot of mistakes sent in, but, but that's, that's <laughs> you all guys we're making a lot of mistakes out there. <laughs> that's all we're going to cover right now. I feel like yeah. we should end it with what is one mistake that somebody else did that they warned you about that mm. helped you in your life. Hmm. Because I'm sure there are many that people told you not to do what you did. Like, I didn't wait to get a tattoo and I got it and now I'm getting it removed. Yeah. You I know? mean, I, I have a bunch that popped into mind. The tattoo was one of them. You know? Oh, yeah. That's a good one. My parents were like, you know, you can make your own choices in life. We're going to advise you to not get one and wait until you're older. And if you still want one when you're older, then you can get one. Yeah. But when I was like 18 and I was like, I'm going to get a tattoo. They weren't like, no, they said, just wait. Right. And if you still want to get one in 10 years, get one. Yeah. And 10 years have gone by and I do not want one. And I am so happy I didn't get one. Yeah. So that's, that's, that would be yours. Yeah, yeah. I mean, the, the first thing that popped into my head was a story about my dad. When he moved to New York, when he was a young man, mm -hmm. he so he moved to New York. He called my grandfather and he said, I'm coming home. And my, my grandpa was like, what? 
And my dad's like, I'm, I'm coming home. Yeah. I haven't made any friends. Nothing's happening. And I'm coming back. Mm-hmm. And my grandma's like, well, what do you mean you haven't, have you gone out into the world? Have you met anybody? Have you? Mm-hmm. And he's, my dad was like, no. And my papa said to him, nobody is going to come knocking on your door and saying, David, where have you been my whole life? <laughs> Nobody's going to do that. Yeah. So you need to go out there. You need to get yourself out there and meet people and try things and have experiences and go on adventures. Yeah. And I heard that story when I was, I think, in high school. Mm-hmm. So I, I, always, I always thought about that, mm-hmm. you know, when I, when, especially when I moved to L.A. Yeah. I, if I caught myself just sort, sort of sitting around all day, it was like, nope, nope, not doing this. I'm getting out there. Yeah. You always go for walks every day. You're out in the world. Always, always. Just I like meeting people. Mm-hmm. I like, you know, putting myself out there. So I learned that from that story. That, that's a really good one to share. I think a lot of people are in that situation, I, especially now because we're usually at our phones or we call or we yeah. text and we feel like that's enough. So we're kind of losing that face-to-face eye contact type mm-hmm. of relationships. Right. Um, so I can definitely relate to that one. Okay, good. Nice. Um, yeah, that's a great one. I think for me would be my biggest one that my parents warned me about. You know, it was my mom. My mom told me that her advice to me was work on yourself, Mm -hmm. work on your career, find something that you love and really make sure that you travel and you you really get good at your craft and do something that you really love. Because once you have children, your life will change. Mm. So I'm so glad that she gave me that advice because I always kept that in my mind and that's what that's something that motivated me a lot to create all of these art pieces and I'm going to create the rest of my life and I'm always going to be an artist but I know that once children come into the picture it's just going to be different because I'm going to have another human being that I get to take care of so Mm -hmm. life is just going to naturally change right um I think it's also like different times but yeah thanks mom that's really great so I'm, I'm glad I... I feel like we could keep going on and on about these. Maybe there'll be a part two to this Yeah, maybe. Uh, this was such a good one. It's just great to be able to connect to people and to talk about... Uh, everybody makes mistakes. I think a lot of times we're so hard on ourselves and we think, oh my gosh, look at this person. They're so successful. Or they're uh, look at this person. They're doing so many great things. But people have to go through so many hard patches and so many lessons in Mm -hmm. life to get to a really good place yeah so definitely and we're going to continue making mistakes uh and we're going to continue growing from them but i think as long as we're aware of them and we try our best and as long as we do everything with love then i think we'll be okay we just have to keep going Yes, and thank you everybody so much for always reaching out to us. For the person who reached out and told us that, you know, they're working at the movie theater late at night, they're closing up and they're all alone. We are with you. We are uh, hanging with you always and all of you. Um, we love, love, love spending time with you all. You guys mean so much to us, seriously. Yeah, thank uh, all you. All of your support uh, and love, we feel it. And we're sending it 
right back to you. And you motivate us so much. Because we even go ups and downs with even the podcast. Like, you know, just with everything, you like sometimes I'm drawing and I'll have like a day where I'm like, oh, this didn't come out like as good. Or Mm -hmm. we'll have a podcast episode that, you know, maybe took longer to do or with everything. Nothing's always 100% all the time. Mm -hmm. But just knowing that you guys are listening and you're enjoying it and it's bringing some type of happiness into your life is so motivating for us. So thank you. Thank you. And thank you for all of your knowledge on this episode. You're unreal. And, um, and you're the best. You're the best. We're holding fingers right now. (laughs) All right, everybody have a great, great, great rest of your day, night, weekend, and we will see you. On Monday. Monday with good news. Bye, everybody. Bye. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And is all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com slash pack for free shipping and 365-day returns.